Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Jordana. And I'm Aileen. And she's and back. back. <laughs> Did you guys plan that? <laughs> when was the last time you were on? Like August? I feel it's like it was like right, August. I feel like it was August right before we both went on various. We like we all. We, Sammy and I went on trips, and you had a baby. Yeah, and that was our that was, <laughs> was our a, August. It was a different kind of trip, but yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, that was in so, August. Do you feel like a different person from when you were on this podcast in August? <laughs> like. It's a lo- it's a very loaded <laughs> question. Casual <laughs> answer in one answer in one sentence. Talking about uh, the <laughs> identity kidding. shift of after having a child. Yeah, no, I mean I feel um, a lot of different things. I don't know how to really talk about it yet, but I'm really happy to be back and just to like get my head out of the baby stuff 24 seven, which is what like maternity leave is. It's a pretty like you know, it's 24 seven kind of thing. And now I feel like I'm ready for some other conversations. Does it make <laughs> like you like TV? <laughs> does it make you like appreciate like baby more when you have a break from the baby? Or work when you have a break from work? <laughs> no, I don't think that. No, I don't. Mm, I, no I, to I definitely, both. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like an appreciation really. Like I appreciate, I, I don't appreciate the baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm grateful well, yeah. for her like existence and and she slept yesterday for the longest stretch of my whole life so that was the best thing in the whole world um but in terms of like am i grateful for work yes definitely it's nice to like have something to do you know (laughs) right (laughs) like to think about to like care about besides your own besides what i've been all i've been thinking about and caring about is like her fucking feeding schedule and sleeping schedule for the last three and a half months so it's really insane and my own sleeping schedule i think you have like 18 more years of that because because apparently even once they stop feeding as babies you still have to feed them it's like something that hit me do you see <laughs> that but then me. eventually no, that they feed themselves like, no no. Eventually they like. Okay, you still have to worry about Sammy, like what's your mom dinner? still feed you? <laughs> I mean, she did. I mean, some, sometimes when I honestly, sometimes when I'm like, I just can't deal with dinner, I'm, I'll be like, can you make, can you come over and we'll order, or you can make something. <laughs> no, I know so. what you mean, but it's like different because it's around the clock. Um, I mean, I guess yeah, you have to prepare all their lunches and stuff. Yeah, like, that. like you still have to do all that shit. In in fact, now it's probably less complicated because it's one thing. But like, it's you don't have to frequent. offer variety. You don't have to think about like, right, what do right. you want for dinner? Oh it's my god! It's not that frequent. She eats four times now only. Oh, that's not that's as well, many as I eat. Here's <laughs> here, here's my question about like the schedule stuff, and I know there's there's a whole podcast for this, Betches Moms, where we where one can go to find out more about yes, that. Please do. But like, like does everyone follow schedule or like? <laughs> I'm just going like for no. like the ma- like for people have having, been having baby for like millions of years. Like, do some people just like does everyone have like a, a plan? Does everyone or have a some people just or does some people just wing? No, it? Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yes. just saying like there's no, millions of mothers. There's been millions of years. Like, what is like what's the idea there? Um, the scheduling thing is like 
it's it, i don't know how, i don't know i didn't research the history of it extensively but i mean like just from speaking to my mom um like there's just been a lot new developments in terms of like how often they should nap how they should be put to naps versus like when my mom is like oh you just you just what are you talking about like wake window she you just slept when you were tired and it's just yeah sure it worked then things work differently now i think it's just like with anything people there's more people to research more things (laughs) so they just look into it but in terms of like feeding schedules it kind of happens naturally. They start crying, you feed them, and then you it happens every three hours, and then you kind of want to go with a schedule right. because you're... I mean, some people don't. Some people breastfeed on demand, some... But it's like it, a routine, like with anything, like a routine with your own life, it right. helps a baby, too, just to have um, predictability in their life. So, so it's like a Tamagotchi. In fact, it's exactly <laughs> like a Tamagotchi. <laughs> It's the same level of responsibility. But it's funny. They like the, it, it. She poops at the same time every day. Like the, there is predictability in it. Like for her, the, that means things are sort of move happening right. regularly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but obsessing over, obsessing over a schedule is definitely not e- helpful either. So. Interesting. I wish I could be as organized as Mila. <laughs> yeah. you can well, shoot seven thirty in the morning yeah. on the dot <laughs> we actually had a conversation about routines i feel like and, and established oh, i think that was on diet starts tomorrow oh oh that wasn't on here yeah. okay all right I can't whatever track which podcast you guys had a conversation on. yeah yeah that really that's hard um but yeah things are okay and it's nice to like have a transition because i'm home working like we're working remotely still part-time yeah um so that's although have you guys recorded nice. In our new podcast studio, it Not is yet. when would that have a happened? whole. We're gonna. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole different experience. I mean, either, either. I mean, whatever. No, I tried get, yesterday, but it was occupied. I blocked you out. Sorry. Yeah. It's the I hottest did, commodity. It's the hottest. It's the hottest I'm club so in excited. New York City. I'm so uh, excited. I haven't like the thing is is like I'm trying still trying to. This has been my first week back. I'm still trying to like figure out the balance of like when do i leave <laughs> when like when do i do what right and because we just hired a nanny like also figuring at that stuff out it's it's a little hard but we'll get there no pressure how's house life like you're a homeowner like more yeah. like officially since le- like you had just yeah. you had just become a homeowner le- now i feel like you're settled into homeowner life <laughs> um I, it's good you sit on your stoop it's good like I, we get scared of no well we did when we first moved in like once like three uh, to one in the morning it was like this feels weird it's so quiet <laughs> we were like this right, is like you're the parents yeah it's really we were playing house right, you're the parents that's weird yeah <laughs> um there's certain things that are like oh my god like did you hear that noise I'm like no that's just the pipes like shit like that and um rusty like you know was concerned about like the free like the plumbing like freezing in the winter like to oh, take right. you know, to winterize your pipes apparently oh we did and you know every other day or whatever or however often it is rusty's like guess what day it is it's garbage day <laughs> that's a thing oh my god right because now you garbage. have to take out the garbage you have to take out the garbage so it's not just like it's, oh my god. it's whatever it's but so weird it's nice like, to have space. When we first a whole left college, level of things to do. When we first left college, we were like living at home, right? But we were mm-hmm. still like the kids in that living at home scenario. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, it's weird that in in ten years, which is a long time, but it's also like doesn't yeah. feel like that long of a time. Like, what was the moment? Like, what was the year that we transitioned from like the kid in the house to like the home owner? Like, it just 
It feels like very subtle shift. Well, Jordana, there's no moment. We're still not the whole, we're, we still don't have to do this. If if I go to my mom's house, she's still taking care of everything. Ron doesn't have a house. Your own, your own apartment, apartment, right? right. right. Yeah, but you have the, you have the same like like right, apartment right, right, right. as she has. I don't think that right. there's a moment like ten years is a transition. It's when you, it's also like when you have the house, then you're the adult in the house. Right. right. I mean, like make, to be an adult in a in a. An apartment. An apartment. <laughs> Some people are always an adult in an apartment their whole lives. So, like when I go, yeah, if, it's same only, thing this only is relevant because we grew up in houses. If you grew up right. like yeah. in an apartment, then it's all. But I know what you mean. Like, yeah. You're the kid in the house now. You're like now you are not the kid in the right. house. Like like I put right. out. This is this is the weirdest moment. You pay I the electric bill. Halloween candy. <laughs> right. Like that must feel funny. surreal. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes a lot. Okay, it's it's be, it happens when you like go back to the thing you grew up in, and you're in a different position. But like, and you're doing it, and you're right. the one doing it. But like, like y- yeah. you care about the security of the ha- like things that like you don't give a shit or normally would like take responsibility for, like the small things. Not security is not small, but really intense about it. Um, you can get but security. System. I'm sure you. I can't imagine you in a ha- living with you in a house because you are so paranoid about everything that I feel like you would have like what's that you noise? Should, <laughs> right. There's no one meet- to call. There's no like front desk person. There's no like super. There's you no- should meet Rusty if you think I'm paranoid. <laughs> well, that's good that you guys it's are like good. sharing that paranoia. Then. Imagine no, like, ne- well, yeah, neither of us imagine- thinks either of us are crazy. Imagine if you ever like. Um, Move, imagine if you moved into a haunted house by accident and it was really by haunted <laughs> i mean you, some people do, do you it. believe in do you believe in ghosts i do what do you mean some people do it like <laughs> <laughs> no not on purpose you, like somehow it's like, lying on the premise that you that ghosts are real and that no, like they're real like okay some she means like if there's a, have a haunted reputation yeah a stuck <laughs> spirit that's what, right i don't believe in like ghosts chilling like around all the like time but there can be a stuck spirit if there's like a murder in a house or honestly if something like that happens the house becomes like there's Same a name you're talking it. as if this is like a given like you could not give this I'm with like i believe some houses have like 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 no, <laughs> i'm saying it I'm some saying houses it. you know they have a spirit stuck there and you, you know when you're when you're buying you should ask about that, no, don't do that. But there's actually like there's actually a name for houses that something has like happened there like there's been like a murder or something and it i can't remember the, the term oh yeah there like, is a term you have to like disclose that yeah so but not because but the, the official reason is not because the spirit is stuck there. <laughs> okay, I don't think they're going to put that as the That's reason. That's not the but, legal jargon. But but okay, if there was just a murder and there was no spirit, like who cares? I think it's more like oh, like it was the scene of a crime. That's like it's something you'd want to know, even if you don't necessarily believe it's haunted. Right. And <laughs> also, yeah, like it, the value of a ha- home is is lower if there was like some sort of crazy thing that happened. So that's yeah, like, it also that's could indicate like more crime around the area. Like it's important for other reasons besides the spirits. I think. <laughs> okay, well, I think the spirits. The spirits. Are good. Imagine, imagine a spirit section in like on Zillow. How many spirits? Probably yeah, like, do really some well. Some people probably want a house like that. I don't, I don't know. Do they want it? Who would want a house no. like that? People like, who be- people who are like really into covens and pe- witches and like, shit. Like spirit like, chasers. Like, but- um, what's her face from Beverly Hill- Carlton? Yeah, Carlton. yeah. <laughs> or even like Stassi, I feel would go for a go for a spirit house. I don't Maybe. know. I've watched enough of those scary movies to be like that not, doesn't end well. Not for me. Also, yeah. oh, Sean says article? Sean says it's called a stigmatized property. Okay, thank you, Sean. 
Thank you. Thanks. The stigma. Let's should yeah. we remove the stigma around stigmatized property? Yeah, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Jordana, how was the live show last night? It looked amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. It was so great. And I have to give a whole huge shout out to the whole Betches team. Um, Obviously, like Jared and I were performing, but behind the scenes, there was like a whole production. I have to say, we've been doing we've been doing these shows for a bit. I think we did our first show at like Village Underground by Comedy Cellar like three years mm-hmm. ago. And this like I'm so proud of the team and how they've transitioned us into like a fully produced like it- so many people working behind the scenes to just make sure everything was running so smoothly. I did probably the least for this show that I've ever done for a show. Like I just got I basically like got and reviewed the the run of show and the outline and it was just like flawlessly executed from behind and having just planned a wedding I'm like (laughs) even more like impressed with it because I know about like the small tiny details that you don't think of and like all the little things like Like, it all came yeah the timing everything the lighting all yeah and Sean who's on who's record who's producing this podcast also helped produce the show last night so they he did a good such a good job Jorge our whole again our whole team um and I'm really proud of us as a company that we like did this whole thing and it's just everyone everyone had a role COVID yeah and there was like yeah how many how many people were there that it was sold out like 1400 Jesus Everyone did All so amazing. Girl, I also, single women yeah. <laughs> screaming. <laughs> lots of lots of not single women though. We know because they, um, you know, they asked us to clap for for Jared does that. Yeah, yeah. No, but I actually thought it was your best show. I will say, having oh, wow. seen many of the shows, I You've thought it was seen your quite best a few. show. Yeah, it was so interesting when you, afterwards you were like, "Avi, isn't Avi bored of the show?" I'm like. Why would we be bored of going to laugh for an hour and a half for like, you know, every other yeah, it's minute? Fun, right. yeah, like, well, you, you know, yeah. well, you know, the cool thing about the show is that every show one is different. And two, it kind of feels like a live version of like everything we talked about at like brunch in our 20s. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, what's going on with this guy? What do these texts mean? I love that. Like, sh- should you be out? Should you like still be waiting for this text? I, I think it's just like a very it's a fun version of that, like brought to life. Um, and we'll be coming to other cities in 2022. So I hope anyone listening, if we come to your city, if you, you come check it out, it's just a really fun, interactive experience. And um, we had a great time. They can and, check and it out tell- or participate in the show because I really felt like last night the participants in the show from the audience were really game and just great, like 
people to to come join the show. They were and awesome. Tyler Cameron. Oh, Tyler Cameron was great. Um, he got yeah, he was like right up in there, like brought a great energy <laughs> to the show. Um, yeah, it feels a little. It feels it's interesting. It feels like a little different being married doing because last time I was not even engaged. I guess like it was right. last time we did it was like 2019, and now I'm like. It's funny. A lot of dating changes, but it also stays the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Just because you're married doesn't mean like if anything, people are watching like, oh, must Here's watch you get more. <laughs> Let's have that. Oh, Here's get how there. you do it. Proof yeah. of concept. <laughs> Proof of concept. Yeah, I love it. So it's so interesting to see how dating apps though evolve. Like with. Um, with the times, like there's now like a voice feature on Hinge, like you can play your voice, which I've I, seen I Jared's like, like right, reels, which of is that. so funny. And you can write if you're vaccinated. Like there's so many. That's another one. Yeah. So much evolution in that space. All right. So haven't been here in a while. We got to catch up on what we've been watching on TV. What critical is conversation? There, it, critical, yeah. This is well, this is what I came out of maternity leave for. <laughs> the important stuff. Um, okay, but were really you watching though, a lot of TV on maternity leave? I don't know if it was like a lot. It was more so like I was like when I was going through like my whole breastfeeding journey. Um, <laughs> I you just kind of sit there, and I wanted, I needed to watch something. Um, to just get me through a lot of the time and you're just like there's so much feeding going on in the first two months um, that like I needed to watch something I don't know if I like watched it as like oh yay let's sit down for a marathon like let's get through it like you know what Didn't I mean have the same sense like, of like it's not like chillness no. <laughs> yeah right it's not the same but um, I just watched all of True Blood that was <laughs> oh wow was that a fun it, like, show to rewatch um, it was kind of like interesting yeah only because it it, it just had so much nostalgia for me like it reminded me of like back in the day when we so would college go, yeah summer go, summer college summers college summers when we go to each other's houses like so many of us get together in the basement and watch get together it's such an odd concept to get together to watch one hour of tv like we would get our froyo and we would sit <laughs> and watch yeah. for one it hour was, it was like not live that, tv you had, all you had to do is drive like five minutes now but it would be he, like i don't think anyone's really watching things live quite as much or at all no unless it's like an right. award show or something like what else have you watched succession Even, i watch live. i watch succession li- at like when it comes on I'll watch certain Housewives live depending okay. on like how much I care. I guess Housewives I might but watch. But I think but I think the difference like there was DVR then. It's more so just like the the fact that we would as as a group get together to watch TV together. Like that doesn't we don't really do that. I mean, we did it in college. We don't do that that much anymore. That's I true. I never do that anymore. Sunday night HBO. Also, Sunday night HBO was its own beast. Like it wasn't right. only like we it, it was, was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's I would funny. love to bring that back. <laughs> I feel like True Blood is one of those shows that I was like obsessed with when it was out. And then I did rewatch it like one episode, like not super recently, but semi-recently. And I was kind of like, this is like a little so stupid. Bad. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know I mean? But it was, I still kind of it's was good. glued to it's it. It's like very entertaining, but it's like also kind of like It's just absurd. porn. Like sucking. It was really <laughs> like, just straight so up porn. <laughs> like soft core yeah porn. it's like hot it was like a perfect show for like us at the time being like yeah. college girls like it was like perfect exciting, show you know? for college yeah. girls and women breastfeeding <laughs> at home <laughs> you know like <laughs> that's just uh 
yeah, that should have been was, their marketing angle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have a lot of time. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of what I did. So, wh- so what else have you guys been watching? Paris and Love on Peacock. <laughs> okay, I just, I just have to follow up because I shared an opinion about Carter Ream. Like, if you want, like, I've been sharing opinions about him throughout. I think you shared an opinion about them when they first got married, and then you were on an episode with Sean. And you shared a different opinion. So can you take, take us through, walk us through your Carter opinions. When they first got married, I was like, she hasn't posted him or like said anything about him on her social media, which to me reads as prop husband. Um, and also the episode I had seen like of the show, he was like very obsessed with like planning the wedding and like, you know, he was nice to her, but not like he was still a little too obsessed with planning the wedding. And she he was into planning the wedding. And she didn't seem that like obsessed with him. So what when was she the budget? Post, there was <laughs> no <kidding>. budget. <laughs> oh, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what is it? At one point they did cite a number and they were like, so what does a four hour cocktail package look like at the Beverly Hills Hotel? 40 per person per hour? I was like, holy shit. That's so you know, expensive. It's funny. Yeah. I'm. It must be like, um, like to have no budget must almost be like a stress in itself. No. Because... <laughs> No, I think it is, though, because you're kind of like, the sky is the limit, and so I have no excuse for not having it all and not having it be, like, the most incredible thing ever. So it's almost like... Sounds horrible. You have to one-up... I know, you kind of have to, like, one-up yourself and those around you, but obviously, like, it's preferable to having a very strict budget, but I think it has, <laughs> yeah. probably has its own stresses. Well, I think they they didn't seem stressed over the money or like anything like that. They were more stressed about like making it like them. You know, she was, she's like, I don't want to do it in the church, whatever. So then I watched a few more episodes and he seemed like, he seemed like much more caring about her. And I thought like, okay, maybe he's not an asshole. Maybe like, you know, maybe it's a real. What made you think he was an asshole? Just the fact that she was, I didn't think he was like an asshole necessarily as much as like she didn't seem that into him. And okay. and he seemed a little bit like obsessed with the wedding details for a man, you know. Okay. Okay. So then, and now I've now watched more episodes, and I'm like, okay, I do think he's like pretty good for her, but I do think he's also like a little obsessed with like the idea of being with Paris Hilton, and um, it's like part, part part like it is real, but I just wonder like. If. Well, can you, could you ever take that out of something where it's like, there's an idea of, oh, you know, he love, loves me for me, like that song. But also right. like her being Paris Hilton is also part of who she is. Right. Like it's you like, can't right. just pretend, is like she is. if someone were like, that's kind of like why the whole, when Meghan Markle started dating Prince Harry and she was like, all I cared about was like, if he was nice, like that's bullshit. Like him right. being Prince Harry is like a part, you can't just ignore identity. that. Fa- yeah. Yeah. You can't ignore that fact about him and pretend that you're only looking at that person as like a regular person and their regular personality traits. Like you cannot separate the two. It has to come into like what you love or don't love about the person. Because that right. also influences who they are. Like, it's not just 100%. like what, what they are. Like, that, like, her sort of being... Also, but then again, she is Paris Hilton in the sense that, like, she's not famous for... She, she's famous because she made herself famous because of her personality. So, like, her personality and being Paris Hilton is one and the same. Maybe, are you saying it's because she's so rich? No, no, no. He's very rich. 
That's well, not. So then it's sort no, of no, just no. like. I, I just think that like as I watch more, like I see a little bit more of like a controlling vibe. I see like I see a little bit more of like he's ena- he feels like very enamored with like the power couple that they are. Like, right. like that definitely seems like it is a large component of his love. Not that he's like a bad guy, like that he doesn't read as like a horrible guy to me. He just reads as sort of like, you know, a very rich douchebag sort of. But, uh, but how, not how like, is he rich? What does he his, do? Yeah, what's his? I background? think he had rich. Like I think we're talking rich parents. His rich parents. Again, he's like an entrepreneur. <laughs> That's his job. <laughs> no, he's They're an entrepreneur. Parents. He's an entrepreneur now. But then, like, but like once you. You know, once you start, like, once you start with a lot of money, like, it's really not that hard. Right. Um, unless you're a fucking idiot. But, but, um, I think I that feel like I have rich parents kind of is a job. It like, is because then you just basically have. take their a lot money. Of people with jobs and you, would disagree. You associate with them. You know what I mean? Like, no, no not that it's like hard, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of people, like, that is their, like, like, what do they, you do? Like, I have rich I parents. And then parents. there's, like, things yeah. that... Right. There's things you do around yeah. that sort but of... It's so, like oh, Corinne oh, what, from The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. Here's what... She's, she's no way no, no way anywhere near as rich as, like, Carter. But the right, thing that kind of struck me was that, like, he wants... He basically, like, wants to, like, get started on, like, IVF on, in the last episode, like, right after the wedding. And, like, she's Tom seems, mom's like, games? Like, like, well, she's a little... A little she's bit, older. And, like, yeah, but Correct. she already, I think, has her. I already think she might have her eggs frozen. I don't remember. But either way, she's like not ready to give up her like DJ career, and he's like, and she seems <laughs> sad about. it. Well, it's not like she'd really have to take care of the baby anyway. That's, for that's being what honest. I was thinking. But she's like, forty. Interesting. Yeah, yeah she's forty. Yeah. And she also like is really coming into her own. I'm very proud of. He's Paris. forty. I mean, it's about time that she's really coming into her own if she's 40. <laughs> well, she was definitely, like, abused, and still her mom won't even address it. So, whatever. Is that in, is that in the show? Yeah. I mean, she not, that documentary? Was that in her documentary? There is the documentary, and her parents won't watch the documentary. Oh, but is, they won't is even there, like, talk about the fact that they sent her to this school where they, like, kidnapped her. Is, the, is, is her that issue. in the documentary? I never watched it. Um, yeah, that's what the documentary is about, basically. Oh, okay. Gotta watch. About her, like, abuse at these schools, and, like, that's now her new cause. And, yeah, I'm into her now. Paris Hilton. I know. I know. I think she, like, went a little bit... I think she's a little... She's more interesting now than she's ever been, in my opinion. Okay. What, what else what are we is watching? So interesting, <laughs> what is so interesting about her? I just enjoy, like, it's not a, that she's, like, the world's most interesting person. It's just that, like, I enjoy, like, now knowing, like, more about her rather than just, like, looking at images of her on TMZ or some shit. Like, I think it's she's just interesting in the way any person who you get to know the deeper things about them would be interesting. Got it. Okay. Maybe I'll check that out for Puzzles and Pursuit this year. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I, I'm, I want to do puzzles and pursue. It's you a can. great time. I you know can. I can. You just have um, to order a puzzle and some pursuit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't your hands get a little like uh, like oily <laughs> to put the puzzles um, in from, from all that pursuit? Pa- you get a uh, paper towel, you know. <laughs> you prepare. Wipe, a napkin. Wipe those, wipe those paws. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. 
But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, no problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash Betches. Go to basetravel.com slash Betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash Betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Also, Sex Lives of College Girls is, so I think, good. some of the best is it TV scripted? that's what ever. What is that about? Yes, yes. scripted. Yes. Lindsay Kaling, and it's basically it's basically like about four roommates at a college and their sex lives. <laughs> Did you know <laughs> one of the characters is hilarious? Did you know she's Timothy Chalamet's sister? Oh, Pauline. Yeah, I've learned. I that had no since. clue. I've since learned that, not in the beginning episode. It's a comedy? It's a comedy, Yeah, it's yes. hilarious. Is it like Sex in the City? No. No. Is it's it better? Like, well, they're different, but... It's very interesting because Mindy Keeling is very good at, like, telling stories of girls at, like, different types of, like, phases of life. Like, she has um, Never Have I Ever, which is, like, really young girls mm-hmm. in what middle... Right. Where were they? Middle school? Elementary? No, they're in not high elementary school. school. They're like early high school. High school. school. Yeah. High school. And now these are college girls. She's so, well, obviously she's my favorite, but she's so good. She's like she made the, like she wrote The Office. She's so fucking good. I feel like her books also kind of had like that rundown of like different phases of life. Like she talked mm-hmm. about being in college. I remember and like kind of being in a sorority and hating it. Um, yeah. I feel like she... It's funny. I feel like once you be she, like, she's really good at talking about all the phases of her life before she became famous. Mm-hmm. Well, because <laughs> you know she became I mean? famous way much later in her life, so there are a lot of phases to like reflect on. 
I just right. also I also think she's just like a really good storyteller of yes like random like vignettes of people like the way that she like each of them feels really dynamic and real and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like any corners were cut in creating these characters they all feel very real and it's it's just very enjoyable to watch them interact and it's not they can be dynamic without being yeah hbo max they they, they're very dynamic without being like anyone being unlikable it's like girls Kind of. I want to. I really want to watch, rewatch Girls. It's closer to Girls than it is to Sex in the City, but it lacks the grunge factor, and it's not trying yeah. to like. It lacks that feeling of like it's trying to be edgy. It's it is edgy, it, but like, it's in, not like almost. I feel like Girls was almost like sort of indie feeling. It's not, like, it's not indie. indie. Feeling. It doesn't feel indie. Okay. It doesn't feel edgy. But at the same time, there are edgy things in it that feel yeah. very. Does it feel edgy. Yeah. I mean, like, are the characters well, betchy? Some, some, like, some no. characters, no. Some the ca- show some, is some, betchy. The characters, some scenarios I would not say are, are like a little absurd. Like, it's a little bit sometimes like silly, which again, okay. I can't hate that word. But then, but I think overall, it's an enjoyable thing where you just want to keep watching. I think like that's. I think I actually do think the overall <clears throat> show is betchy, but the individual like people aren't, you know necessarily I, like, I love I love, I love the Pauline character <laughs> she's her. the least betchy I would say but, but she's the funniest the most there betchy the is funniest Layton, I think there's and then Whitney script so great I have a script. lot of TV to watch is it's what a you're really saying. quick okay. show it's only like a half hour so you can get through it and the finale is quick. like tonight finally okay how many episodes yeah. I think nine or ten. Ten. Oh. okay wow and it's only a half can't hour. Wait for, I can't wait to set up my, my new TV. <laughs> wait, Yellow Jackets? This is interesting. This is like like uh, Lord of the Flies. I just read the synopsis. Yeah. About I guess that's why a lot of people recommended it to me. They're like, you love a Lord of the Flies-esque TV show. Have you guys been or, re- Richie. Have you guys been reading anything? Oh, no. Um, I'm trying, though. Nap schedules on, on Google. <laughs> have you been reading? <laughs> <laughs> I have just because my TV's been down, oh. so I've had to like do something before bed, like in bed. You know what I mean? I can't just like go in bed and like, okay, I'm going in bed, I'm going to sleep like right now. Like you need to like do no, something Sammy will scroll in bed. Reddit for like hours on it. Yeah, Reddit. <laughs> yeah, I did a little bit of that and then I didn't feel good. <laughs> Scrolling what Reddit, Reddit is like read? ordering like a super greasy meal. I like yeah, feel it like is. Eh. I feel what like Reddit eh. did you read? <laughs> huh? What Reddit did you read? Just like various like reality show things or like, I don't know, like gossip stuff. Like it doesn't make me feel good. I feel dirty when I reread it a little bit. I don't I don't just go like, you know, I don't just like go in and read Reddit. I'm looking for something. (laughs) I mean, it's like the the Dumois kind of thing. I'm kind of like, do you know what I'm? I don't don't really read Dumois. So like I I unfollow that. Cause I was like, this feels like a little dirty. I don't know. Like, it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're not reading. I'm on the, the wrong Reddit I, channels. I think. It, I think you're not using it how I use it. Like, I will go to like a specific. Like, I go to Succession, and then I'll read people. That's what I've been reading. Like yesterday, I'll read people Succession theories. I'm not just like going for random gossip. Like, I'm going for a purpose, and I want to talk. Read about like a thing. Right. Yeah. You when you go on Reddit, you go on Reddit. I remember during the Erica Jane, like when when Real Housewives was on, yeah. you would send me like these like 
obscure crazy like facts and like I was, like you got to check out this thread i'm like this thread is like literally <laughs> would take like four hours to read like what are you talking about I, i'm not reading this whole reader. thread i'm a fast reader <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't have time for this. There's but, also like good things on Reddit. Like I was Googling. There's also helpful things. Like if you are dealing with a problem, you can like. Reddit is like the black market of like opinions. What kind of problems have you oh. solved with Reddit? I did go on Reddit when I got my braces on. <laughs> See, I this. When helpful. I got the braces on, I went. But I made the mistake of going on Reddit as soon as I got them on. And it was like. This was the worst month of my life. Like, I'm in so much pain. I have a huge list. But I'm like, oh, my God, what have I, I done? Wanted, I wanted to ask, how is it to have your braces off? It's great. I mean, I feel like I had finally kind of overcome the lisp, and some people might disagree, but um, <laughs> it feels good. I have a retainer now that I wear at night. I'm in the retainer crew. Everyone talks so much shit about having to wear a retainer. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I personally I, I, I haven't people talk shit about tried to wear one since I was like 12 so I don't know well, everyone was like don't bother getting braces because you're just gonna have to wear a retainer for the rest of your life did and those I'm people like, like when what year did they get braces <laughs> they got like a lot of people who like got Invisalign and then it what like didn't well, wound Invisalign up like not working different. yeah no but it was great they took the braces off I feel free the best thing is just not having food stuck in my braces oh my god <laughs> prosciutto get stuck easily <laughs> certain things get stuck very meat gets stuck very easily yeah. so it's like disgusting Ugh, so i'm happy yeah. to not have to deal with that on my end of braces journey that's a gorgeous is visual i just got okay it's just all just getting stuck yeah. carnage okay um, there's, there's two other things i think we could talk about the jen shaw documentary which in my opinion sucked nothing to talk about because it's sucks so bad yeah next okay what else? and um james and raquel from vanderpump breaking up they've been oh, dating a while conveniently after lala breaking up with Ooh. randall have any of you watched the season that's the only no. thing i actually have watched for some oh, reason no that's what you're no. watching no i have not that's what i'm watching because it's, it's such a good i don't have to think about anything it's like so bad it's good kind of show you have to think about things um, when you watch oc <laughs> well here was the here, here was the latest I, I have been watching oc i just didn't watch it last night because i was doing a live show no um, no no i just in general yeah um rock so on this season of vanderpump which i mean it's it's worse because like there's no stassi there's no jacks there's no Kristen, there's no like like any of those absurd the people but um the a lot of, so, so lala and james have gotten a lot bigger role because of that which they probably like but they're engaged and then like Basically, I guess she had a nose job and then there's this scene where he's like yelling at her about her nose job. Like he's like, you're going to like fuck up your face and like I'm the one who has to look at you every morning and like and like I don't want you like he was basically trying to control like what she was doing with her nose. And then he's like yelling at her and basically being like, I should be the one to decide like what you get done to your face because I'm the one who has to look at you. And (laughs) I'm like, this is not going to come off. It's not a good look Well for, for him And like it's kind of funny Because he stopped drinking But even though he stopped drinking He still has a massive anger problem And you watch him like Verbally abusing Lisa Vanderpump's son To um, dry drunk like, call it, He's still so mean He's just like so fucking mean um, And I'm kind of like and, she, and Raquel is like so spacey That she kind of like Is like Well James Like please don't say that <laughs> Sounds um, like her <laughs> It's 
like a really good um that's like kind of what she's, but it's you're kind of like oh like they can't get like they can't get married like this is going to be so bad and so i was like very pleased to see that they broke up because she does seem like it's not that she's likable it's just that she's so like innocent and like doesn't seem like she totally understands what's going on that you're kind of like this would be a very toxic abusive relationship and like i'm happy that it's not permanent yeah uh, for her yeah Okay. What What did you you think there was like a a um a tie I just, in I know. about oh, there was Lala a whole thing around about, about the ring that he got her where he was telling everyone it was a Tiffany ring, but then they found out that like he just got wasn't? the box from he just got a box from Tiffany. Shut <laughs> up. Like, yes. Who cares if it's from <laughs> Tiffany? That's like I don't know. No one gets what. <laughs> no one would. Get, that's no one would get. And then and Raquel kept going around being like, "Yeah, it's a Tiffany ring." She's like now, t- like they're like bragging about oh it's Tiffany God, ring, and he's like telling the carrot number, and it's like a whole tacky, like absurd situation. But it was Did just so funny because because like, then because like, to- then he's talking to like Savannah Pump, and she's like, "So tell me about the ticket Tiffany ring." He's like, "Well, technically, I got it from like a private jeweler, but then I got a Tiffany box." <laughs> In what way? Why <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Try to um, make it. That's look what I'm saying. It's a like good. A it's Tiffany entertaining. Design. Let me look up the ring. This is so funny. Well, all I was saying was that it's kind of interesting the timing that Lala and Randall are done. Rand and yeah. um, so are James and Raquel. It does look like he Im- imitated like the classic Tiffany solitaire ring and then tried to pull it off as. As though it were, as though it was Tiffany. Yeah, it's that. That, but he put it in I a mean, box. It's not it's hard like so to weird. But it's and, a and he kept ring. saying like, he kept calling it a hundred thousand dollar ring, which it's definitely not a hundred. He kept saying no, it's worth not, This is not a hundred thousand. He literally kept saying like, "Don't go into sir wearing your ring because like it's a hundred. I don't can't have you like wearing your hundred thousand dollar ring. Like he just keeps name Jordana, dropping. This like looks exactly Tiffany. like your ring. Like yeah, which is not a hundred thousand dollars. And it's like the thing, the band is the same. Which is a lovely um, ring, beautiful, gorgeous ring. I love your ring. Thank you. Stranani, but, not a hundred, sir. But I, can't, I can't be a waitress and sir with that ring. But it's also like not a hundred thousand dollars. Like he's it's lying. a very it's nice. It's just, it's just like it's, it's especially tacky to like go around name dropping the price that you, of the ring. But it's just, it's wor- much worse when it's not actually the price of the ring. Also, like because I watch what happens live, and and Cohen's like, "Did you pay a hundred thousand dollars for that ring?" He's like. Well, not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's just like weird because it's like this isn't like a J Lo ring or like a Kim Kardashian ring. Like it's it's really it's a very nice, normal nice ring, but it's not like that. It's not Kim Kardashian's ring, which is like massive. Yeah, and it's great. It's, 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 like, it's a fine yeah. ring. It's only like I'm saying it only matter. The only reason it's even like I'm like mentioning it is just because he's like. He keeps saying he's pretend- that. He keeps like trying to pretend that it's like it's really one it's, from it's, Tiffany, and then two hundred thousand dollars. But it's funny that he's trying to pretend that with when it's like you can see, you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's so um, absurd. He's, that, he has that's some really, real it's like, issues. That's yeah. beyond tacky. Like uh, it's just ridiculous. Like to make first put it in a Tiffany bag. But speaking of tacky, I know you guys haven't watched it, but um, I'm. I watched this morning at seven in the morning while feeding Mila. Um, uh, Real Housewives of OC, Heather. We need to talk about Heather. She's very interestingly more. Uh, I, I didn't love this house. That's so amazing. It's just like marble. It's very cold. Very cold house. I don't understand. Very cold. Don't you feel like the house is in billionaire land when they are not in billionaire land? I don't understand. 
understand where the mo- where is the He's money had from? Botched for so many years, probably ten. I guess that's true. I feel like you can. And he's a top plastic surgeon, and they he's but been doing that for. But billionaire house is different than hundred or two hundred millionaire. I kind of feel like you can. Maybe they maybe they also have family money because like they might. I I think they started. I feel like you just can't. No matter what you do as a doctor, I feel like you cannot make that much money. Like well, but they 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 do social media. No, but they have social media. He's had a TV show on. for so many years, so many years, I understand. And but I just, none of his, barely any of his surgeries take. But insurance. how popular is that show? It's like fine. Like I think it's like watch, but, but it's but, still on. But it's still on. Like they are getting paid a lot for it. Do so you think I, he's like know, Judge Judy? I just I don't know how much money does Judge Judy People have. People are watching it. There's she reruns. makes like three hundred million dollars a year or something. Yeah. Okay. So there's, he's there's not Judge reruns Judy. Of but Judge Judy has been like it's like a, it's like the notorious case of like I guess. Uh, not that I trust the net worths on the internet, but it says that they have a hundred million dollars. I'll say they have more than that, but it's still a billionaire house. But either on a hundred millionaire budget, she's this classy me. lady as she Is portrays she? herself with champs and whatever. I don't know people but who she's talk very about how classy they are, showy. are not the most classy. She's yeah. so showy, and in the new episode, she like shares how much her party was like in like dollars like thirty six thousand dollars that like nobu party and it's it's just so icky to me it's just icky like everything her like everybody looking around and being like wow and she's like let's go to the other room it's just just it's just icky and the I, I mean, button like i get you it can see gina is like it's just it's funny Gina's because of hilarious. Gina's like small little house where the Shannon called small and depressing last year. Um, I so I retract my Judge Judy statement. I think she actually makes forty seven million dollars a year, okay. according to an article that I just pulled up. She probably has three hundred million dollars, which let's Way say more, that's probably, what the yeah. she's been doing this for like twenty years. I guess that's true. Whatever. I can't <laughs> guess their wealth, but I can say that. The way that she portrays herself as being so classy and then is incredibly flashy about everything so and like flashy. brags about literally everything. Did you watch on Watch What Happens Live talking about no. the specifics of the house that maybe I don't think were showed in the show? She no. was like, she was like, yeah, and my stovetop is Valentino Rock studs. Like it's just very, she's just yeah. very flashy for someone, like, cool. <laughs> which is not classy. I don't right. understand how you can be both like so showy about everything and like bragging about I, it. I mean, as Luann says, <laughs> money doesn't buy class. Money can't buy you class. Can't uh, yeah, buy I, you I class. think it's a lot. But I love. Sorry. <laughs> People rarely <laughs> sing the second line. <laughs> um, but anyway, you guys haven't watched it, so watch it. And I just, I didn't want to talk about the episode, just like the the heatherness of it. Well, like, do you think she's so much? Sammy, I, wanna, I want your take as someone who has just binged the entire series of OC. What is, what do you take, what is your take on the evolution of Shannon Bedore? Oh, oh, it's sad. It's real sad. That's the guy. Do you feel good for her this season, though? No, she seems still not happy. Um, I think she seemed happy last year. I, think, I feel like a little bit. I think bit. she should be out of the. I think no, last year she one, was like, no, right? No, she wasn't she happy. Was, last, last year. year was COVID. Maybe it was two years ago. She's she, no, trying. she wasn't happy then either. She always starts <laughs> off like, I'm really happy, but my whole marriage is falling apart and I hate my body. And like, that's usually how she leads. You know, she's like, right, I, but at least I, I appreciate that she's not like bullshitting and everything's perfect. 
Uh, yeah, she's right. e- she's just very Debbie Downer about it. <laughs> like, she, yeah, she she she's she, 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 re- relatable because she doesn't pretend like everything's perfect. Like Heather, who's like very controlled about her image. You yeah. know, like Heather wanted to shut down the whole taping when when Gina told her about the the lawsuit and like that to me because she wanted to come out on top of the season she's like you're not doing this there's no cameras like you'll see that in this show and then like Shannon I appreciate that she like kind of doesn't really but she's trying to be like the Lisa Vanderpump like stirring every pot possible she can't ever be that Heather has that Heather has that um that it's almost like an Erica Jane quality. She pulls it off a little better, but like where she knows how to shut down a conversation before someone might say something that she, that would be unflattering to her. She's very good at that. She's very she good. She also uses at, her blaming, family, I think, to her advantage. Like she's like trying to like play else. the perfect family in. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I have these like great kids. There's four kids and they're all amazing in their own yeah. special way. And you know what I mean? Like, I have this amazing house. It's like, what's the... You need to give us a flaw so we can, like, hold on to it. it right. It's also like, we don't believe you. In fact, I assume everything's right. a mess underneath if you can't give me one flaw. Um, but but Shannon Bedore, she would benefit... There's too many flaws. <laughs> honestly, no, I just think she's, like, fully open book about them. And it would be nice. I think if she wants to, like, recover into, like, a happier life, she should leave reality TV Go to some serious therapy and like unpack the fact that she was able to remain in like a very bad marriage for 15 ish years. And like she's that's not over. You know what I mean? That that shit's still there. And right. she needs to like actually heal herself if she wants to. Otherwise, she could just stay on reality TV and entertain us. But I didn't I didn't get the sense that that she's like stuck in and in, in her past too much. Like, I don't, she seems I didn't into really, the new that's guy. That's her whole that. personality is being like stuck. Not in her. really. She doesn't. She doesn't really talk. She about was that. that one season where she was like she really was. depressed. There was one season she was like, yeah. I think she's now more sad that her kids are like grown up and are leaving. Like she's gonna be alone. I think David that's has her a new big baby. thing. I think she's. A I, I don't. Sad I think woman. he looks. Every. I think it's. It's. It feels good for her that everybody thinks he's a joke. Like yes. I think that. You know. I think there's. Um, that probably is where she finds peace. <laughs> but <laughs> right, that's, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> like I think she's yeah. like, a, is it is it bad? Like if it's just one way of sort of cope, I, you know, I'm I'm exaggerating. I just think I I think the woman is when I see her, I'm like, oh, like it's so sad. This lady, like. I like it's her. funny. It's funny to hear. It's funny to hear Sammy watching it like in the like in the past and past. She's like, David took her to a sports bar for her birthday. <laughs> She's like livid. I'm like, I'm not mad about this. It's been four. It's been like three years since I watched that. But like, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> I, right, I was texting you like, how could he do that? He was so horrible to her. I th- when I say she's not healed, the fact that she he had to like treat her so shitty before it could end. Those like, are like the most tense scenes on reality television, ever. just watching oh them God. interact with each other at all. Right. Ugh. Like during any point. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. 
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Do we want to talk about succession? Because I feel like... We must. I will let you guys take the reins on this conversation because I... I talked about it. I haven't, I haven't um, watched in a few weeks. I think it's been a good season, what I've seen, but I'm very behind. So I'll let you guys go and I'll try to not listen to have you spoil the whole thing for me. Go. Where shall we start? <laughs> Spoilers alert before I Spoiler say anything alert, else. Fast forward if you have not. Jordan is muted right now. If you have not yeah. seen Succession, we are talking about theories about what is going to happen in the finale. So fast the fuck forward. If you have not seen the last episode, Keontisher. Just put up two fingers when you want me to come back. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we weren't going to let which, you know. Which two? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. So we're speculating. Okay. So the obvious question is, is he dead or not? Is Kendall dead? That's really what everybody is saying. What I've, I have a group chat, whereas is Kendall dead is the title of that group chat. It's just it's just the question on everyone's mind. I was team he cannot possibly Same. be dead. And then I started to get really convinced by the internet. Because I sent you good Reddit threads about it. 
Well, no, I read <laughs> also the fact that there was that write-up in Variety about how like kind of a hard, how yes, Jeremy Strong is an amazing actor. He's like one of the greats. Oh, that was the New Yorker. It was a huge profile about the him. New Yorker. Excuse me, huge profile about Jeremy Strong, but like also underlining like. Not really. It's just like very outward kind of notes of how he is not easy to work with. So like, and even Brian Cox called him like an asshole, and like his not his literally. cast not literally, <laughs> but like castmates will roll his their eyes at him, like because he gets so into the role and he's like so obs- oddly obsessed with um Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. I think their issue is like, why do you have to actually make your life into Kendall's life? That's not acting. I mean, no, I think that that's, that's method acting. I think that that's a way in which he says it's not method acting, but I think that that's a way in which people act. But I think Brian Cox is like, thinks he takes it to a point where it's unhealthy, what, what, un, not even unhealthy, but like un, unnecessary and not showing like the skill. Like my, my read on it is that they all think he's ridiculous because they would like him to just be an act like an actor and not take this to this extra level. But the right. reason that that was important is because the, the he did existence win an Emmy. of the he won yeah, an Emmy. But so many people have won Emmys without like starving. I disagree. You know, I mean, I just maybe that's there are different types of actors. I don't think that that's like I don't I wouldn't use that against him. Like ever like. Even in the article, like Leonardo DiCaprio won his Oscar for like The Remnant, right? Didn't he? Because he had to like literally do all of that shit just to get himself in the mindset of that type of role. But they specifically made a point in that article that like this isn't Leonardo DiCaprio and The Remnant. I know it's not. It's it's just like a rich guy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I get it. But that said, he is very good and is believable. And every cringe moment is cringy because he, his acting is so... So good like he stood he even I think he is a great actor he like in my favorite movie the big short he's not even like a real main character but he really stood out to me as like he doesn't even have that many lines but he really stood out to me in that in that role like he wasn't doing anything crazy but I was just like I like this guy you know and, and the other ones are just like okay like that right so I think that his commitment to his various roles makes him a good actor but all of that said <laughs> i don't think it matters right. about what's gonna in terms of like well, what's gonna happen I, I think the i think people were saying and this makes sense if you think about how you would approach the situation like people were implying that like the fact that there was this profile about him and then the things that his co-workers said about him in the article they were unafraid to be like he's really fucking annoying <laughs> you know right 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 sort of implies that they wouldn't need to work with him anymore on another season. And that's why they're willing to kind of throw shade at him and his process. Or they know that he knows that he's annoying. And so it's sort of like an inside joke and in that they're all so comfortable with each other that they can say that kind of stuff because Jeremy knows he's that way. Well, maybe, but I've read some other articles about the <laughs> about like how the, the cast apparently is very close. Like they all are friends and he is like not really in it as much. Like he's not. Because he alienates himself because that's part of the role. Like it wasn't always that's what, that's what it said. I get it. But like I just I kind of feel like he seems a little pretentious and annoying and you can be a really good actor totally. and still pleasant to work with. 
Like that. Well, but, okay. But regardless, all regardless. he is really good actor. I will. He he is. He's a good um, actor. And so that said, there's theories that he's that's one of the supporting theories outside. Like you know break the fourth wall that's part of why he might have been killed off but I don't think that that they would have done that in succession for because an actor isn't so great I think that it's one of those shows that they decided what's going to happen in the end before they started so like I don't I don't think that that's a thing I don't think they did because they in one of these articles they referenced that they were going to maybe have Logan die at the end of the first season but then they decided not to so I don't think they planned it like in advance to the extent that it might seem because they were planning well, on killing him off very early, and then they were I, like, even though, even though I've read so many things, I still don't really feel like he's dead because, like, I just, I just don't think that he's because dead. because you saw a glimpse of him in a trailer that where no. Connor is wearing a certain shirt and he and hasn't talking, been shown this yes. season. That's that's my main reason at this point for thinking he's not dead. At first, I was like, who are all these people who are saying he's dead? Of course, he's not dead. He's just like chilling for a second. <laughs> No, but you could see the bubbles of him drowning. And I thought that was just that, like a parallel well, to the boy that was drowning. I just thought he I, was like blowing bubbles out of his nose, like, so he wouldn't drown. Like, <laughs> no, you know when you put drown. your head in the water and you're like, <laughs> sorry, that's exactly no, that's how, how it's how it's how it's I think it's how you drown. As long as you don't breathe in, you won't drown. Well, that anyway, I don't think I don't think he's dead. I'm team. Don't think he's dead. Not even because of that. I just going with my gut instinct from the beginning, and I don't want to go against it. And you can try to convince me otherwise. There's so many like kind of. I think it's my main reason is it's too on the nose that he is dead. Like it's too obvious, and it, I want to believe that the show is not that. Yes, it's too how can it be obvious. obvious if everyone's debating it. Because like even like his his um his birthday party was themed. Like candles, like birth and death. Like it's too uh, every, and he even says like I want to just be dead. Like he doesn't say dead, but like home. Well, like yeah, and there's always themes of suicide, and I just think it's too. It, it, they can't be too that on the nose. Like I don't. I think that that was not that that led mm-mm. to somebody dying. Like like in real life. I just don't know? think he's gonna die. I, I thought also, about yeah. Yeah, go ahead. My instinct was also, there's no way he's dead. Who, 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 what are you talking about? Like, that was literally my, I thought it was ridiculous that people would think that. But actually, and as I read about it and like read the theories of why people think he's dead, I was actually like, maybe they're right. And I also kind of hope he is. Same. (laughs) Yeah. But I I also kind of hope he is because I think it would make a, I think all the symbolism fits. If they keep him around now, I'm like, they can't kill him later because that would be like shitty storytelling. Agreed. Storytelling. Yeah. Um, this is the this is their moment. <laughs> yeah, it's either now or he does, he lives till the end. Um, but so I was then swayed to he's not dead. But then that whole thing with like that still from the from the what could be a preview of the ninth episode made me think okay maybe he can't be dead and they accidentally like left this one breadcrumb that made us that like they didn't. Whatever. It was an accident. So I'm still 51% not dead. I think he's probably alive, like 51%. Yeah. But, but if he's dead, I won't be mad. I'll actually be kind of happy. Um, I... Don't you feel like his... Like, even the fact that we're sitting here debating whether or not he's dead, I think makes it a very interesting way for him to die. That, like, everyone was, like, yeah. unsure. For, sure. For, that has its own symbolism. So Sure. 
Now I kind of hope. I, yeah. I just, it would just be like really sad, I think, if he, he did die. And I just don't, I don't really want him to die. Even like, what, I want why, something else to happen. Where do you want his character to go? Um, I really want some, I, I want him to sort of come out in the end, maybe not winning against his family, because I don't think that for him that's actually winning. I think I want him to like come out in a positive way. Like I want one of the kids to actually be good. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I do. I really, I really do. And maybe if it, I, I, I've always liked Kendall, even though he kind of sucked. Like I've always been suck, rooting yeah. for him, even though because he's the he's the least horrible of all of them. And he's also the protagonist, like of the show. Like it really, like in the beginning, it was set up so that it was like he was the, the obvious successor. Yeah. So it's really about like his fall and then maybe a rise, but I kind of doubt it. We do. I what about yeah, our prediction I, that he maybe emailed the podcast and then like yes. went in the pool and died, and then it comes that, out. That's also an interesting one. I think there's gonna be the the story about the boy is gonna come out. Something is gonna happen with that. The podcast, like the the, the Comfrey, I don't even know what kind of name Comfrey is. Yeah, Comfrey <laughs> um, is talking about the podcast is a thing. Um, he. That, so that's got to come out somehow. Um, I, Tom, there, Tom, need, there needs to be a moment with Tom. Tom is needs to break out from under Shiv. I really hope he does. He needs to have some sort of breakthrough moment. That article about him, that was Variety then, or Vulture, where he yeah. ha, he's the most changeable, has the most potential for change and character, which I agree with. I've always kind of totally. loved Tom he's as an well. Because I, he's not held by their abuse. And he is a son now. He is a son. Like he's married into the family. He is a son. He actually has the experience. And I I know I know he's not going to be the successor, but he is an interesting character. Shiv is the fucking worst. (laughs) She's gotten worse. She's. I think she was better. Like in the beginning, she was more likable and more competent seeming, or whatever, just because she was out from the family. And you know, when you break out from your toxic family, you are like more you're better. But now she's been in with them trying to compete with them for, you know, a while and she's become just like them again and it's horrible. And and like just just as bad. And and what's his face? Roman, the whole dick pic thing was like hilarious. So I don't even good. know. That was like the fu- that was so cringe. And what's his name? Roman's acting was so like good. you felt it in your body. And yeah. you're just like, "No, no, no." I also really like the subtle. Did you see the background of his phone? I don't remember, but it was. Yeah. I was like, "Why is Shiv on the background of his phone?" And then you, I rewound it and I looked at it again, and it was him holding the middle finger up to Shiv as his background of his phone. And I'm That's like, "That is funny. so funny." He's such a dick. He's such a dick. No pun intended. Wait, wait can we go back to one thing about um, something that you had just mentioned about Kendall killing the boy and that coming out? Mm-hmm. What if you actually like rewatch that scene? Kendall, it was a complete accident. And Kendall totally. tried to save him. Like he went back down in the water to try to save him. It was actually the kid who moved the steering wheel because of the deer. That's yes. what made them go off the road. And then Kendall tried to save the kid. But for some reason, everyone's just like, Kendall killed someone. Even the audience, I'm saying. Like, I get that, you know, the public would think that if they heard the story, but. The, we right. saw that he didn't really. He doesn't actually kill him, right? Right. It's just 
It's just that he was getting drugs and yeah. like that didn't look good at the time for his reputation. Well, what's annoying in this episode was that Logan held that against Kendall, like that he protected him and he gets rid of his fuck ups. It's like Logan wouldn't do that if it didn't benefit Logan, too. Like Logan totally. only did that because it helps him, too. So it's sort of annoying that he then holds it over Kendall, that how he how he like fixed his screw ups when in reality that benefits Logan just as much, arguably more, than it does Kendall. Right, right. It's his stock price. <laughs> exactly. I just, <laughs> it's just the whole thing with Kendall. The reason why I like him is just like his life is just sad. And like even just with his fucking mom, not it, like choosing. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Oh, and that's why he's like, and he's just on on the pool. He's not going to the wedding. Obviously, he and Naomi broke up. Like, just... Okay, Jordana. Jordana has has FOMO. Um, <laughs> Should have watched it. <laughs> right. um, so I I'm really excited for Sunday, but I'm so sad that it's over. I've been waiting for this, and now it's over. <laughs> I know, I know. But at least it will be a highlight on Sunday. It will. It will. We're back, Jordana. Um, we're back. Two fingers. Two fingers are up. Okay. How was your time to your peace and <laughs> How quiet? Your- How's your time out? It was okay. You know, What'd you do? it was in limbo. So you're gonna are you gonna are you gonna watch Succession? I'm gonna now? try to gonna I'm, catch I'm up gonna try to catch up before next week. Yes, my TV is downstairs. Yeah, Need to bring it up and set it up. So sick of reading. <laughs> it's good for my <laughs> mental health. <laughs> what actually read? went over what you've been what reading? You read? I read Verity. Have you have you heard oh, of that? Oh, book? I, read, I, I read that one. Oh, you read Love it? Love that book so much. Yes, it's an amazing book. I mm. liked it until the end, and then I thought the end was like a little annoying. But I don't even remember the end. Same. I can't keep track of like all of the same books, you know, with the yeah. stories. Yeah, of the, the women. female thriller books are like, like yeah, everyone trying to be Gone Girl. So I think this is a good place to end. That is it for this week's At Betches podcast. Don't forget, new episodes come out every Thursday. Follow me at Sammy and me at Jordana Abraham, and I'm at Aileen. Be sure to rate, review, follow the show on Apple or Spotify. And talk to you all next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.